Hi, everybody. This is Kathy. And this is Todd. And welcome to our new show called Conversations with People We Love. Um, we're going to be speaking with authors, friends, philanthropists, you name it. It's basically people who are out there making the world a better place. Yes, these people inspire us and we think they'll inspire you. And this program is brought to you by BU, Raising Whole and Courageous Kids. These aren't just workshops, it's a movement. Enjoy the show. This is Todd Adams. And this is Kathy Adams. Welcome back. Zen Parenting Radio, conversations with people we love. Actually, we adore this guest, don't well, we? Well, it's nice because we love her because of what she knows and does, but we also love her just because we love her. We love her because we love her we lo- versus the other clowns where we just love for no reason. <laughs> no, because she has been my friend since college. Mm, the old college friend thing. That's right. And she has been, you know what I feel like, Amy? I feel like you've been an executive since the day you graduated. Oh my gosh. Is that because I was co-rush? <laughs> Because you were co-rushed. It's because you've always been like, you know, I just feel like, you know, obviously in school you had big positions, but then you got out of school and I remember we would, and I tell you this story all the time, but we would like call you to see what was going on. You'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm in a meeting right now. <laughs> like you've always been an executive. So, so let's introduce our guest is Amy Rogers. Is that what we're calling her? Yeah. Amy Rogers. Okay. She had a few last names. When well, we were she's earlier. married, but her, the name she uses for work is Amy And here's Rogers. the focus. We, uh, we talked to moms. We talked to dads. We talked to a lot of stay-at-home moms, but we've never had a guest specific to working moms. Yes. So this, this is, a working is why mom. we invited Amy on here. So Amy, welcome to Zen Parenting Radio. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Good. Well, actually, before I'm going to ask Amy questions, I want to read her bio. Go ahead. Okay. So Amy is a vice president of global human resources for, is it Citadel Plastics? Yes, it is. Okay. Amy Rogers has 20 years of HR experience and has had the opportunity to work with employees in various cultures throughout the world. She's an advisory board member of the Management Association of Illinois, a thousand member, it is an a thousand member HR association for employers. And she's also a working mom with two young children. She is a handbag designer and I have seen those handbags and they are gorgeous. Not related to the company? Not related. This is her creative outlet. Oh, got it. And she's obviously, this is why we have her here. She's a passionate supporter of women working so they can create a nice work-life balance. So that's why she was an obvious um, choice to talk about working moms because she is one. So why is it important for our listeners to hear Amy's story? Well, why, why, let's ask Amy, like what, what do you think that working moms are looking for these days? You know, I think this is one of the biggest challenges that uh, working moms have is how to create a balance. And I think that there is a lot of um, discussions that we all have about how we're going to get it all done, how we get enough time with the kids, how we get the job done. And so it's always been something that I've been interested in and pretty passionate about in how to do it. Yeah. And, you know, Amy was just saying to me upstairs that you have kind of a unique situation because you have kind of both sides of what working women need. Will you explain that, what you were telling me about HR? Well, I started out in a family business where I was part of the management team. And so I think early on I understood what employer wants. And I've always worked in human resources, so I've always been on the employee side. Um, But I truly believe that I became a much better not only manager, but um, HR person when I became a mom. So Mm -hmm. then I started to really understand and realize the balance. Um, But really in recent years, I feel that the whole landscape has changed with 
um, work expectations, the environment that we work in, um, and, and overall the demand. So it's harder now, in my opinion, to strike a balance than it ever has been. And and why is that, you know, just jumping in the middle of it? I mean, I have some thoughts about it. It's most likely technology-based, yes? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, if you think about, you know, five, even ten years back, um, you went to work, you know, you brought your work home, and then we moved into email, and then we moved into working remotely or dialing in from home, and now we've got iPhones where we get email 24-7, and our bosses are texting us, and we're texting our employees, and it's just how we communicate in this environment. And it's very difficult for um, employers to get their hands around all of the work that they have to accomplish each each day and each week to begin with, but but then also uh, really putting hard parameters around the expectation of how their employees will work, both whether it be you're going to work at your desk, you're going to work 50 hours a week, you're going to work 40 hours a week, you're going to respond to emails until this time of the night. There's yeah. so many different dynamics in this environment now that people and employers have to manage through. So it's safe to say that the technology, the accessibility is a, both a blessing and a curse? Oh, absolutely. Or just a curse? No, I, th- I think it's a blessing and a curse. Um, you know, as as much as we find ourselves sometimes not wanting to respond to an email on our phone, um, it, sometimes it makes us more efficient. And mm-hmm. so I think if we use our technology right, then we can be more efficient and and create more flexibility for ourselves if we can get things done, perhaps in other places. Well, and that's what I was just going to say, is you were saying that, you know, we have to be more thoughtful about putting parameters around it. Are there, and, and I guess I'll ask in your workplace or in other people's workplaces, are, are there really rules around that now? Like, as a company, we will answer emails up to this time of night? Like, is it that literal? Some companies do. I well, would say the majority probably don't have policies in place that are that specific. To, mm-hmm. um, some may encourage their employers, and I think many of them do, or employees, to, you know, create your balance. You're in charge of your phone. Respond when you can. You don't have to respond immediately at night. But I think there's, you know, in many organizations, there's just um, either an unwritten expectation or a desire to make sure that people know that you're responsive. So you want to get it done. Mm-hmm. And um, and you want to get it out of the way, too. So I think it's a, a very difficult um, discipline to have even with our own selves, even if there is a policy or practice in place at your workplace. So have you ever carried any guilt for not being as available to your children uh, because you're a full-time worker as well as, you know, a mother? I mean, oh. did you ever, did you deal with that? Oh, for sure. For sure. And are you over it or do you still deal with it? Or no, has... I still, I still deal with it. Absolutely. And, and it's, uh, it's more about managing it now. And what I realized is um, that there are things, at least from myself, that there are things that I can do to control my guilt, to manage my balance, and to do what it takes for my family so that I can minimize that to the extent that it's possible. Well, and so, you know, Going after that, there's so many things I want to ask you, but since we're on this, you know, as far as strategies, like you said, controlling your guilt or managing it, what do you do? When the guilt comes, yeah. you know, you're you're just told you have to travel because I know you travel for work, right? Yes, I do. And you realize there's an event coming up or whatever. What What is your next step? Yeah. Well, this is a – I have a real-life example that oh, I good. can share with you that I'm dealing with now. Um, I do travel. I travel pretty extensively, and I travel globally as well. Mm. And um, so it's always about managing the, you know, kind of guilt of being away. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So what I really have tried to do is try to manage the ebbs and flow of travel, be in town, and most importantly, be present with my kids and the activities that I can when I'm in town so that when I'm out of town, I can remember that, okay, I'm out of town now, but, you know, I was able to be home for that class party or for, you know, a play date or um, those lessons that I could attend so that I can kind of self-talk to make sure that I I realize that this is, you know, there's more balance in the picture than I may be recognizing in the moment of being emotional. But um, a perfect example of of real life as a working woman, I say, um, is I've got a sales meeting that I have to be in 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 February, which I'm part of planning and hosting, and it is my younger daughter's uh, birthday on the day that I have to leave. Mm. So for two months now, I have been uh, thinking about this in my head, and the guilts have been killing me, but it's one of those situations where I have to be there. Mm -hmm. And so I've been working on ideas of how I can make it a a really enjoyable birthday for her and distract her as much as possible (laughs) um, from this this Mm -hmm. event that she doesn't quite know yet. Mm -hmm. Um, However... You know, in when I look at the you know the ebbs and flows of my travel and having to be out of town, this is the first time um, that this has ever happened to me. Mm. So, um, whereas probably you know my husband's been away probably at least two or three birthdays where he couldn't control it and um, had to be gone. So, so what I'm trying to do is work on some you know steps that I can take to appreciate some things that we can do together, and and then I'll just have to manage through that day. And That's sometimes right. there's you can't do much more than that. You can't solve the problem the way you'd really like to solve it. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, find other things that that you can attach to 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 get it as good as you can. So who's going to have a harder time that day, you or your daughter? Well, you know, I think we're both going to have a tough time for this. She's uh, very. I think it's going to be you. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> because you're probably going to overcompensate her with other stuff either before or after the birthday, and she'll love it. Yeah. So I think you're the one that's going to – it's just a guess. I don't know. But. You know, th- that is usually the case, and uh, I think – and actually I hope that you'll that you'll be right. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. But um, it is – you know, it's – I always say that, you know, if you recognize what your job requires and – you do everything you can to manage it and to make the circumstances as good as possible. At some point, you have to accept that this is the gig. That's what I always That's say right. to myself. This is the gig. And in my gig, there's uh, a good amount of travel and uh, other demands that I have to manage through. So I'm better when I focus on what I can do to control it and make it the best than I am to sit there and just concentrate on what I'm missing and not what I'm getting. Right. And the whole mindset of it shouldn't be this way. Well, this is the gig. Yes. It actually should be this way, but what can I do within the gig? You know, I'm just repeating exactly what you said. And, you know, I also think, you know, taking the child perspective, because um, Todd travels for work and there have been things that, you know, I've been unable to do for whatever reason, or he has, maybe not, you know, for big, we're not doing big global trips, but, and I sometimes think that our children, it's good for them to understand, like, for example, a birthday, hugely important. Obviously, we always want to be there. But there's more to a birthday than just that day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Good point. Good there point. is like, you know, the planning and the preparing and maybe a, a party a few days before or maybe the week you get back, that weekend you're going to go do something. And then a birthday is about celebrating a year of your life. It's not about this day at this time is the only time. And I think that, you know, we've had to do that with things like holidays. Right. Like Christmas is not just Christmas Day. Christmas is a um, a long period of time building up and we even have some parties afterwards. And yeah. so it doesn't have to be 
so focused. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it's really important. In fact, I have a tendency um, to really be very open and reach out and 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 network with other people to what their ideas are. Yeah. And in this case, I reached out to a friend. And she said, "Well, create two birthdays. Create one on the day and or you know the day before, and one on the party, and make her realize that it's extra special." That's right. So there's all sorts of things that I think that you can do if you really kind of keep your mind open to how you can solve the problem. So I'm all about trying to give our listeners some strategies or tactics to. You know, let's say there's a mom out there who's really struggling right now with the balance between career and uh, home life. So, do you have any like one I just wrote down that you said was be present when you're present. Basically, when you are around, don't be thinking about work. Be there wholeheartedly. Is there anything else you got for me? Sure, sure. No, I um, I have worked on this myself, and um, I think some of the things that I've been most successful with is. First of all, realizing that you're not balance is a difficult thing to achieve. More importantly, it's something that has to continually be worked on, but it doesn't happen if you don't work at it. And what I encourage people to do and try to do myself is to really kind of identify what those balance, what does balance mean to you? And, uh, you know, using myself as an example, it's managing my schedule so that I can have the time with my children and family that is meaningful to me. When I have that time, do things that are meaningful. Yeah, okay. And um, and also to create structure around how I'm going to make this happen. And um, some of the things that are out there with um, employers are programs and policies and things like that that are in place that can create some flexibility structure to you to you know to work with them and so i like to think of it as how do i need to structure my schedule what flexibility do i need in my schedule how do i get it at my job mm. and then the most important part is then i have to own it and by own it, I mean that if I say I'm going to make the time to be with my kids or take the time for myself because that's important to me, then I have to make sure that I structure my day at work and I structure my meetings to the extent that I can control it. And then I don't say at the last minute, like, oh, wait a minute, i got to stay here and get this done. Uh, you know, I really try to control it so that I, I have the time that I allotted for it so that I feel satisfied and, and ultimately uh, get balance. Now, that's not, you know, I'm not a, a case of perfection, right? I'm right. like everybody else. I'm working on it every day. Right. And, um, but I have found over time that I get better at it the more I work at it. Yeah, it beca- it's like a muscle that needs to yeah. be worked. And I love that. I love that you said own it because there's something very um, doable about that when it's like do the best you can or if the company allows, you're at the mercy of everything, of Absolutely. everybody else. But if you say, this is my plan, I'm going to own it. And like you said, there's no way to do it perfectly. Some days there are crises on either side, sure. family or work, where you have to. But at the same time, when you own it, um, you it, it becomes very clear of what your priorities are. Yeah. And I, I always look at it like tackle it like it's a work project. What yeah. if it was a work project that you had to create you know, this for somebody, you would go right at it and you'd yeah. put together a plan and the plan would be structured and you'd, and you'd, you'd run with it. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I think sometimes it's easy to get kind of lost in the, uh, Oh God, I can't do this today. Or I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. And, and really not focus on what you can do to con- control the circumstances. Exactly. So much of our energy is wasted 
again on how it could be better, how it should be better, how we're owed something more or how next year I'm going to do it differently. And we're expending all this energy and we're not, you know, Todd and I talk a lot on the show about being present and you've you've already used that word a few times, but to really just be in it. And if you have a gig, especially if, you know, you like your work, don't you, Amy? Oh, absolutely. And so especially if you're good at your job, which I know you are, and you like your job, enjoy it Yeah. and do it. And when you're not doing it, don't do it. So are you good at stopping when you get home, if that's what your plan is? I try every day, Todd. <laughs> and, and actually, I think some days I'm better than others. Um, but I think for me, I know the biggest thing that gets me is is email and, you know, trying to stay connected and uh, trying to respond. And for me, it's, it's not as much about responding timely. It's getting that out of the way. So there, like, is an example, especially when I get home, I really try to focus on dinner with the kids because that's when they're talking. That's when yeah. it's, you know, they, you hear about their day and, you know, it's family time. And, um, there's always in our household, I'm sure like many others, there's always an element of chaos at dinner time. Also. Of course. So How does dinner time work? You, you cook, he cooks, Bring um, food in. Bring food in. What actually, do you, do? Uh, you know, I, if, I'm, if I'm having a good week, I plan the, the menu in advance. But usually it's a couple of meals that are prepared um, or easy to prepare right when I get home. Right. Uh, my mother-in-law helps with the kids as well. And so she'll prep meals. And uh, and then my husband, he helps in so many other ways. He's helps with uh, getting them to events. And, and when I travel, of course, he's taking on because he works full time as well. So Yeah. That's where he takes up the biggest uh, amount of the slack is when I'm gone. Yeah. So you have a good uh, partner there. Yes, very good. That's probably key. One thing I was going to ask key. is, um, mm-hmm. so you work, you're a, you're a mom, you're a wife, and I think one thing that we always talk about on the show is uh, how often moms forget about taking care of themselves. Yeah. Are you good at that? I try. I, I, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, what are some on, things that you might do self-care-wise? Okay. Um, I think that it's really important to recognize that you need some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think it's one, especially early on, you know, I, there was a number of articles and books and things like that that I read where I finally, the light bulb went out that I had kids later in life and I was this whole person before I had kids with, with, you know, hobbies and and things that I like to do. And it's so easy to get completely consumed by your kids' needs. But I had to recognize that I need some time too. And then I had to put my hands around, well, what does that mean? Does that mean that you need, you know, an hour a day? Does that mean you need to meditate? Does that mean you need to go to exercise class? And so I really kind of came down to giving myself a certain period of time, usually about an hour, you know, if it's a a big day or a big weekend, maybe it's a couple of hours where I, you know, my husband will watch the kids or uh, or my mother-in-law and I'll squirrel away. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's just being at home and having the time to read my magazines or or work on my purses or something that I enjoy to do. and then sometimes it's just getting out. But I have found that my mind is clear. I can be more present with them. And ultimately, I can be a better mom and go back to work more refreshed when I take the time for myself. Well, and I remember, and it was maybe, you know, we've had lunch a few times in the last couple of years, and I can't remember when this was, but when you told me 
um, that how important self-care was to you and that you did make sure you had time for yourself and me knowing how, you know, that you have a lot of work demands and that you, you know, you did have two children. I was so impressed with that because I talked to so many working moms and I've worked with so many working moms who, when I even mention self-care, they'll say, I, you know, I don't, they'll either say, I don't have time for that. Or they, they may not use the word selfish, but they'll use the word something around there. And they have no idea that by not practicing self-care, they're hurting every other aspect yeah. of their life. They don't, just like you said, the light bulb, you know, went on yeah. for you. Like they don't understand how it's all connected and the inability to be alone or the guilt that you carry that doesn't allow you to be alone hurts everybody yeah. else. Well, and I think so many people think that they have to have perfection. It's all or nothing. Either you're going to have that kind of life that you want of how much time you would have for yourselves or you don't get anything. And I I think that's an important thing to recognize, that it's not about having the ultimate situation. You don't have the ultimate Mm -hmm. situation. And even stay-at-home moms don't have the ultimate situation. Mm -hmm. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. And um, but sometimes less can be more if you use it right. Yeah, and don't you think I just I love that you say the ultimate situation for any of us. You know, part time working moms, stay at home moms, full time working moms. We kind of have a story in our head about how we think it should be, yeah. and when it doesn't work out that way, we somehow perceive that we're failing or not doing it right, or that other people are doing it right. And it's another reason that I love the whole concept, um, or it's not even a concept. I love the reality of being present, is because when you don't have stories and you're just there and you're doing it. And I love your idea of having the plan and making sure that you are proactive rather than reactive with your days and weeks. But just being there, there's less. You're just there. You're doing it. And instead of trying to follow a story like it should look this way, you're just in it and you're enjoying it. Yeah. And I think uh, I'm certainly guilty of this myself is I can, you know, look at other people and create a perception of what the perfect balance is. Oh, that person works part time and they have time to bring their kids to to school and to all their activities. They get it all. And the reality is, is they don't Mm -hmm. because they have their own set of circumstances to deal with. And, um, you know, I, I'm a person with, you know, the busy schedule that I have that I'm not going to have that, you know, um, that time on Saturday morning to go to exercise class as I would absolutely love to do. It's, it's, it's on my bucket list. I mean, that's a a funny way that I, I perceive it, but, um, however, the time that I do have and the time that I do take, that's what I can have right now in this gig. And yes. that's what's got to, you know, make it be as um, well spent as possible. Mm, I love that. You know, what's interesting is I sit here and listen and there's so many awesome career moms that are just juggling everything and doing a good job. And I think that the opportunities for females in this country are boundless and they've come such a long way in such a short amount of time. But at the same time, and I don't get into a big discussion about this, but how while at the same time there is this demonization of women and all the billboards and media and perceptions of women, it's just funny that both are happening at the same time. Like simultaneously. Simultaneously. Yeah. It's funny. I just came across a blog yesterday and I was going to share it for a different show, but this is from the 1930s and it's called a marital rating scale. Mm-hmm. And they have demerits and merits. Mm-hmm. Some of the So they basically, it is men evaluating how good their wife is at what they're doing. Oh, lovely. Ready? Let's bring this back. So this is these are some of the demerits. <laughs> okay. Slow in coming to bed, delays till husband is almost <laughs> asleep. One of the merits is a good hostess, even to, to unexpected guests. Mm. Uh, I de- wouldn't. I would get a demerit. How on about that this one. demerit? Doesn't like children. That's five points. Wow! If you don't like your children, that's five points demerit. <laughs> um, but a merit is has meals on time. 
So it's, I just read this, and I'll put it on the show notes. I just think it's hilarious that this is where we were. Well, yeah. and, and so many of these things, these old ideas, um, you know, from either our parents' generation or even the generations before, are still weaved into our society in weird ways where we may say or do different things, but we still carry guilt about, I should have had dinner on the table, oh, yeah. even though that's not literally what we want to do, nor in when we're rational do we think we should, but we still carry this old, like, um, uh, you know, subconscious that we should be doing it better. Yeah, yeah. Well, you kind of, I think it's natural to go back to those traditional, traditional values yes. and things that you think you should be doing. And when you recognize that you have to right size your circumstances and how does it work for you? Yeah. And it, and uh, you know, it, it's different for everybody. It is. And some, I know you have something to say, Todd. These are so funny. He's it's not out. even funny. <laughs> Let me say this and then it's you. <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes I'll wake up and I will have kind of like what you said, the plan for the day and I know I have to work the majority of the day and I'm also got to get the kids to where they're going and I will see that basket of clothes in the hallway and I'll be like at 9.30 I will get to putting that away and sometimes at 9.30 I'm like you can sit there basket of clothes (laughs) because this doesn't affect you know and and it's like we could we could I mean putting this in quotes do everything but we would also be completely wiped out and we would and really we'd be doing it because of what you said we're trying to be traditional or we're trying to be perfect and yeah. it's not worth nothing it. left in the tank nothing left go ahead Todd first I'm gonna do this oh <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the Amy Rogers theme song That's oh right. boy <laughs> this is what we she we should have used to open the show we, well, we'll use it to close it <laughs> What is she saying? That she works hard for the money. Do you work hard for the money, Amy? You know what I do. I bet you you do. (laughs) All right, so I got to turn this off. Hold on a second. Stop. Can you turn it down? It's kind of making me want to dance. I I know. know. Um, So, uh, demerit. Fails to sew on buttons or darn socks regularly. Oh. Mm. What does it mean to darn socks? To, to stitch the socks to sew it up. Holes, what right? about, does it say anything about not sewing on Girl Scout and brownie oh, things? No. I've yeah. got a whole pile of them. So do I. I haven't gotten to them. Help me out with this one. This is a demerit. Wears red nail polish. Mm, that's a little bit. Yeah. That's a little bit. Is that like sleazy or You're something? You're kind of saying been, something. It could have been on the edge. Yeah. All right. So this is a merit. <laughs> These are good things in the husband's view in the 1930s. You dress for breakfast. Oh, what does God. that mean? Like wear Put a dress? Put yourself together, Todd. You don't come out till you're ready to show your face. Yeah. There are still women I hear, people my age, who say, I've got to go put my face on. As it, I'm like, your uh, face is there. Yeah. It's on. Oh, my on. God. I, this is one that you do, sweetie. This is a Uh-oh. demerit. Uh-oh. Put your cold feet on husband at night <laughs> oh. to warm them. My husband. You do that well. every night. I do that. I think it's hilarious that that's on there. Well, then that's you, a demerit. You can give me a demerit. Minus but five points. I will not be stopping. Oh my God, this is. So funny. I will continue. I'm putting this on. You guys, the listeners got to read this. It's hilarious. So. Okay. All right. Well, it, it, needless to say that obviously we've come a long way from here, but as I was just saying, there are still things that we carry. <laughs> Yes, she can. Oh, Todd, this is unbelievable experience. I'm getting you some Anjali Okay, tonight. so I can bring home some bacon. Is that still, Do we? can we still buy that stuff? I don't, I don't know. So. No. Yeah, that kind of, you know, it's funny because I've read a lot of um, things uh, about, you know, obviously our generation and the experiences we're having with being women who do want to be career women, who have all this education, who have so much to offer, and at the same time trying to manage these, I love your word, the traditional, uh, you know, system that we also have to take care of. And they always talk about 
how that advertisement killed us. Oh, the Anjali commercial. It not only our mothers and made them feel guilty, but even as girl, we were little girls when that was on, and so yeah. we kind of had this perception of not only because this is what you're trying to dispel. Not only do you need to do all those things, you need to do them perfectly. Yeah, yeah. and not drop anything. You know, it's like you were adding to our list instead of letting go of things here and there. What about Calgon? Take me away. <laughs> We when need I, more of those. Whenever ads. I think yeah, of like, that's, that's right up our alley, <laughs> that's, right? That's whenever I think man. of mom commercials, I think of that bacon one and Calgon take me away. Yeah. And what's with the ancient Chinese secret guy? <laughs> that was Calgon. Was that Calgon? Wasn't it? No, that was detergent. Oh, ancient God. Chinese I can't secret. Remember, but I do remember the commercial. I just can't remember. Was that. it clothes washing detergent? He's going to look it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so will. one more thing I want to bring up with Amy that's really important and we've kind of alluded to it, but Amy does make these beautiful purses and she, she custom makes them. So she doesn't have a website for it or anything right now. But if you want to get in touch with her, just, you know, you can send us an email and I'll make sure I get you in touch with her. But what I love about it, it's not just the finished product. It's that you make creativity a part of your life. I'm sure you have to be creative in your work, but this is literally hands-on creativity. Yeah, I think, you know, everyone has their their hobbies or their passions and for me, you know, that's it. I just have always enjoyed fashion and handbags and um, really kind of dove into it after my first daughter was born and and ultimately was selling um, some for a period of time and but I really realized with it now and I you know continue to make new styles and I work with a wonderful woman out in St. Charles uh, who helps me to sew them but um, it's it's about creating and using my creative side in a way that I can't at work right. and uh, ultimately you know won't do in a career you know anytime soon mm-hmm. and so um, for me it makes me feel like I can kind of touch everything that I want to right now and even if it's not you know at uh, the ultimate level that I would love it to be it still allows me to you know tap into something that makes me feel good that's right what it, are they called Lavelle. Lavelle? Oh, Lavelle. Yes. So how does somebody buy one? If they want to, somebody's listening and they want to buy one, what do they do? You know, the, I'll give Kathy my email. And yeah. No, I'll give it right now. Well, she may not want to give out her personal email. What if it's orders? Well, what do we do? Bring in the orders. How about we do this? Comments on ZenParentingRadio.com and I forward it to Amy. Fair enough. Because she may not want a bunch of people emailing. Ordering bags or do that she you? sells. I'm, what do you think I'm is gonna better? I'm going to have to manage my schedule to yeah. get all these bags done. <laughs> exactly. Sure, right? Well, and that's the thing is this is her, even though I'm sure she'd be happy to sell them because they are gorgeous um they you know it's her creative outlet not her not a business that you need to like you know put something else on your plate it's it's a lot of fun and i i tend to do them uh when people want them and it's a great process for me to you know kind of be creative and and work with people and there's nothing that makes me happier when i see someone carrying one so it's great well and tell us how you came up with the name oh it is a combination of my two daughters names their nicknames nice so it has special meaning to me. Yes, it's all so it's just a lot personal. How do you get shirts so clean, Mr. Lee? <laughs> ancient Chinese secret. Shirts. He found My it. husband, some hot shot. Some hot Here's shot. his ancient Chinese secret, Calgon. <laughs> Calgon's two water softeners. Soften so wash it water is Calgon. So clean better. In hardest water. Oh, my Calgon God. I love that commercial. That would have driven me nuts all day. But wait, I'm confused. Is that a different Calgon? Calgon, take me away. Calgon rocked it out. They had two really good commercials. But that wasn't Calgon take me away for like baths? Maybe you take a bath in your washing machine. Maybe that's what they were saying. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Thought of something else. Yes. Important to yes. share. Um, More important than Calgon? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, 
One thing that I that I find that some people don't realize when they're you know either going out to get a new job or when they're um, when they have a change in their life circumstance, they have a child or whatever, um, is that sometimes even if policies aren't out there where they there's a flex work schedule in place, it can be negotiated. And mm-hmm. I always encourage people to to talk with their employer about it because. If you structure it in a way that how can we meet both of our needs, I recognize that the company has to, you know, get its work done and and, um, be mindful of that, but come up with a solution that works. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that's an important thing that I want to make sure that everybody kind of rethink because some people have a tendency to think that, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm -hmm. These are the work hours. These are, you know, it's the way it's done. No one else has a flex schedule. Maybe no one else asked, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. so there's, uh, I think, a lot that we can do to to manage our own circumstances. Well, and that in itself is creativity. You know, so many of us, we either think we have to sacrifice ourselves for the job or sacrifice the job and just say, forget it. They, we have a very boxed-in way of thinking, and the creativity, you know, is I know I'm good at this, I know I can do this, but you're going to need to work with me so I can get it done in a realistic way. Yeah. And absolutely. so I assume, you know, you are the HR person, so you obviously understand the necessity for that, and you make that a priority in your own business. Yeah, and and. I'm actually in a business that's, you know, a large company, but it's not so large like, you know, other corporations where we can have really structured, you know, programs in place that that all of our employees can participate in. Mm-hmm. But um, there are we make certain circumstances available if requested. We'll, you know, we'll do summer hours. We'll do, you know, we'll do what we can as a business. And but there's plenty of companies. In fact, before you know, I came on the show, I was. I'm doing some research online, and Working Woman is a perfect example of a website where they have every year they rate the top 100 companies to work for, mm-hmm. and and a lot of that is is around childcare, flex schedules, leave policies, and programs that they have in place that um, that if that's important of going to work for a company that's got that kind of structure, those you know it's they easy to find them. Yeah, exactly. exactly. What's that that website? Workingwoman.com. Yes. All right. They have a magazine. And, you know, I will say um, that, again, Amy's also done some writing on this, and I've read some of the thing that she, things that she's written about work-life balance, and they're awesome. And so I think we should all, you know, say that she should write a blog and get these <laughs> things in magazines because people need to hear this stuff. This yeah. is what I've been saying to you. Like, she obviously has some – the circumstances of her life and her experience um, and her choices, she can now teach these things to others. So I appreciate you sharing this with us, and I encourage you to keep getting this info out there. Love it. Yeah. Thanks, yes, Thanks. you bet. So I think that's a good way to close, no? Yeah. Are you going to play the Donna's? Is it Donna's Summer? You think it's not? <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to say anything else, Todd? I love Amy Rogers. Hi, Amy, thanks for coming on the you show. Guys, thanks for having me. You bet. How fun.